Welcome to the Weights and Wine Podcast. This is a podcast for all the girlies who love to lift super heavy weights, eat their body weight and protein, get their steps in, and also eat mozzarella sticks, fried calamari, and take some tequila shots over the weekend. If this sounds like you and you are a fit girlie who loves balance, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nedaveda. Let's get into this episode. Alrighty, welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. I feel like if you don't randomly break out into either a British accent or um <laughs> what's another accent? Like a southern accent with your friends, are you even friends? And like if they don't give you that same energy back or like make up their own accent, it's like I just love when that happens. It's like one of those niche things that happens, well, in my life quite frequently (laughs) because I just surround myself with like good vibe, awesome people. So you just bounce off each other's energies. But yeah, I love when that happens. I think it's fun. Welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. This episode, we are going to talk all about walking. I freaking love walking. I hate running. That's a lie. I used to be a runner in high school. I've shared that before. I was on the varsity track and field team for both the winter and spring seasons, all four years of high school. I was a sprinter and I purposely chose sprinting because it was short and quick and I was done. And I could spend the whole rest of the meets just sitting and eating. Which isn't far off from what I do now, except now if I eat anything, I gain 50 pounds, even just by smelling a sandwich. So 10 years later, we just have to be a little bit more conscious of what we're putting into our bodies. But other than that, the vibes are still there. It's still the same. And speaking of more cardio things, you guys know I purposely joined Orange Theory because I had to work on my cardio. I'm lucky to say I am super strong. I am basically the Hulk and female version. <laughs> Kidding. Um, obviously, I do a lot of strength training. I prioritize weights. And my cardio was shit. Now it's a little bit better shit, but not as worse, not as bad as it used to be. It was significantly worse. We're getting better. You know, baby steps. So now that I've been doing Orange Theory for months now, my running game has improved. And far and behold, what am I even saying? Far and behold. What's the word? Lo and behold. I just still love walking. I got into walking last summer. No, I lied. I think it was summer of COVID 2020. Yeah. That summer, me and Gil used to walk everywhere. And it it was so nice. Like everything is close. And when the weather is nice, it's just a nice thing to do. I don't know. I feel like it's just nice to walk. Like, who doesn't like walking? And then last year, I got really into podcasts. So I would walk and listen to my podcasts. And I don't know. I just think it's so fun. I honestly, though, like, hate walking with people because sometimes I like to go at a different pace. But that's besides the point. I will walk with friends, though. I'm not, like, an asshole like that. I love a good hot girl walk. I love a hot girl walk gossiping sesh. That is my favorite type of walk. But yeah, I love walking. I think walking is great for you. 
walking, I will say has helped me in my fitness journey, because again, I obviously was lacking in cardio, but not only that, when I used to be a teacher, you know, a million moons ago, I would wake up in the morning, go to the gym, strain train, and then go to work and teach. And then in the afternoon, if I had clients, I would go back to the gym or whatnot, but I never really prioritized walking. And I thought I was getting a lot more steps in than I actually was. Because when you think about it, when you're a teacher, you're on your feet a lot, but you're also sitting down for a lot of the day as well. And even though I would circle around the classroom, like walk up and down the aisles, engage with my students, anything like that, like just like little things to get extra movement in, it still wasn't enough. And I definitely thought I was doing a lot more than I actually was. It wasn't until I actually sat down and looked at the data here I am thinking I'm a genius and a scientist that I realized I was only averaging maybe six to eight K steps a day. Like it was not anything crazy, but in my mind, I thought I was really hitting that 10 K number. So what I started doing the last year was just prioritizing intentional walks. And yes, obviously when you're getting movement in throughout the day at your desk job or whatever your day job is, that's great. But unless you're running around and your job is like an athlete, you're probably not getting as many steps in as you think you are. And maybe you are though, because I also drove to work, but if you're someone who takes a train and then you have to walk to the train station and then you have to walk to work, there's also benefits. I mean, there's also differences in that aspect, but talking about the everyday person who works nine to five desk job and drives into work, um, or even if you're home, if you're still remote, you're probably not getting as many steps in as you are. And that's not a bad thing. It's just like bringing awareness and bringing light to it. So after taking a look at that, I started prioritizing intentional walks. So with that, what I would do is after I would come home, I would change out of my work clothes and RIP to all the thousands of dollars I spent on blouses and slacks that are just collecting dust in my closet now. My mom is not happy about that. <laughs> I would just put my headphones in and just go for a walk. And I freaking loved it. I found it so peaceful. And yes, the gym is, has, and always will be my main source of therapy. Just putting my headphones in, lifting weights, listening to whatever I'm listening to, and then leaving. That's always been far and foremost, like something that I really enjoy doing, but something about walking out in the fresh air and the world is something about it just hits different, you know, like it's some, it's something it's, uh, she's special. She, <laughs> the hot girl walks are unmatched and the energy and the vibes. I freaking love it. I am weird. I don't like listening to music. I would literally walk around my town alone and listen to a true crime podcast about someone getting murdered in a small town. So that's the vibe I'm on. <laughs> But listen, if it works, it works. And shout out to Crime Junkie. I freaking love their podcast. I will binge watch, binge listen to their episodes as I'm walking and then look over my shoulder 50 times as if someone's about to abduct me in the broad daylight. So that's a little snippet on that. That's a little digression we get into because what would this episode be without a little bit of talking about what we're not supposed to talk about? You know, life's too short to focus on one thing. Have a, Talk about a million different things at once. Who cares? Live your life. So yeah, I got really into walking and come the winter, obviously I'm not going to walk in the snow or the freezing cold weather. Although this winter I actually would 
I actually will. We'll see how I'm feeling. I may or may not. I don't know. It depends. But we have quite a way to go there. I started walking on the treadmill in my gym, which I don't know why me and the treadmill are not friends. And I think it's because I did track in high school and I'm just so used to running slash walking on outdoors, like in the outdoors. And I like the feeling of I can go at my own pace. I can stop when I want to stop. I am just me. Like I don't have to worry about anything. I had this stigma of like going from that to a treadmill. The treadmill was kind of like, well, I'm stuck on this machine now and I have to adjust the speed. I have to adjust the incline. And I'm very type A in that I needed to be perfect or I won't do it in the gym. Like even when it comes to the weights, like if I don't have the rubber plates, I will not use the metal plates. I am a rubber plate girly and the metal or steel or whatever material it is, those plates are not it, but the rubber ones are. So that's just another digression. (laughs) Back to the indoor walking on the treadmill. The treadmill, I hate it. But then I was like, you know what, Netta, get the fuck out of your head. Get over it. Let's do something and let's make it happen. So I put a YouTube video on, I think. Yeah, I will put YouTube videos on and then walk and watch them. And over time, as I got more into reading, what I do now is I read and I walk on the treadmill because I cannot just walk on the treadmill. I get so fucking bored after a second. Even watching something, I get bored. And I just... I don't know if it's like ADHD or whatever it is, but I need to do something with my hands and fingers. Like I can't just stand there walking. So I started reading and walking on the treadmill and that's how I get through all my books. Because if you follow me on Instagram and if you don't, you should, it's at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. Shameless plug. Don't judge me. You know that I freaking love reading and I go through a lot of books. Literally all my friends are like, how do you read so much? What do you do? Like, how do you have time to do this? And I'm like, it's literally because when I'm walking on the treadmill, I'm so bored that I have to read. And that's just, you know, you bang out 10, 30 minutes of walking and reading and, you know, you can finish up a lot of books that way. Plus you're getting cardio in and what's better than walking? Nothing besides lifting weights. (laughs) So yeah. That's where I'm at now. I'm still running at Orange Theory. My Baker cyst is better. Did we talk about my Baker cyst? I don't actually know. I have episode 53, Recovery 101, but I don't know if I told you guys I had a Baker cyst, but I did. And I'll talk about it more in that episode coming up on, what is that? August 9th. All right. So in about a month, but <laughs> I digress again, getting back to it, enough digression. Um, yeah, so now I'm running on the treadmill in Orange Theory. I'm still walking now. I fucking love doing double walks. So I'll do my weights or Pilates or bar in the morning at the gym. And I will read almost every single session. I will say, yes, I will walk and read between 10 to 30 minutes, depending on what I've trained. If I did legs that day, it's going to be a shorter walk because my legs are already burnt out at that point. And if it's a day like today with that I did Pilates, did I do Pilates or bar? I did bar, sorry. Days I do bar or low impact or upper body, I'll walk for a little bit longer because I wasn't really using my legs that much. And yeah, in the afternoons too, I'll go on a walk or throughout the day, depending on what I'm feeling. And also it's a great way to get tan and to get some natural vitamin D from the sun and to just get some color for the summer. So look at this. You can walk and read to get through books. You can 
walk outside and tan while you walk because you're getting some sunlight and walking is just so great overall. So without further ado, let's actually get into the meat and potatoes of this episode because right now we're talking about the side dishes. Actually, I'm going to reiterate that because it was 4th of July yesterday. So happy birthday, America. Um, This was, let's get into the hot dogs and hamburgers of this episode because this was like the side dishes. This was like the mac and cheese, the potato salad, the mac salad, etc. Let's get into walking and all the good stuff about it. There are so many benefits of walking, and this is science-based, but it's also evidence-based by me and anyone else who's ever walked. So some benefits of walking include maintaining a healthy weight, which, hello, we know you're getting cardio in, you're getting steps in, you're moving your body. We love to see it. We love moving our bodies over here because we also love eating cheesy pasta and calamari. So you have to balance out both. So benefit of walking, maintaining a healthy weight. It also prevents or manages various, very, oh my God, let's redo that. It also helps prevent or manage various conditions, including stroke, high blood pressure, cancer, type 2 diabetes, and it improves overall cardiovascular fitness. Similar thing. You walk, it's good for your heart, it's good for your bones. You're keeping everything strong. It's a full body workout because you're using your arms, your core, your legs, your calves, any little baby muscle, your gluteus medius, your triceps, like everything's working. It's a nice full body workout. You're strengthening your bones. Hello, again, you're walking, you're taking these steps, you're landing gently on your feet, you're getting your knees working, you're strengthening all those muscles there. Another benefit, it increases your energy. Yes, because you are literally using your body to move. You're expending energy. You are using your body's energy to move your body. And you are now increasing your energy. And listen, if you increase your energy, we know energy equals calories, then you can have a little snacky after because you just burned so many calories by using all that energy. You're welcome. (laughs) It also improves your balance and coordination. Think about this logistically, right? You have two feet, two legs, two hands, two arms, one core. When you're walking, you're not walking to the side. Your core, whether you are aware of it or not, is literally keeping you balanced so that you don't tilt. And in doing so, you are strengthening your core and you're strengthening your balance and your posture and your coordination because when you're walking, Listen, if you want to take like a gold star here, if you can walk without falling, that's awesome because that's how coordinated you are. You may not be coordinated in other things. Like I am not coordinated in doing bird dogs. Like I suck at those, but can I walk a mile without falling and tripping and leaning to the side? Yes. I'll take that gold star. It's a little, it's a baby one, but you can do it. You can improve your balance and coordination simply by walking. And to kind of go off on that on a little digression. There's a workout and a move called farmer's carries, and it's when you're holding weight in either both hands or one hand, and that's going to help improve your posture and your coordination and your balance so much more. Now, I wouldn't recommend doing this if you're going on a hawker walk, but if you're in the gym and your gym has a turf or a, um, like a, what is that word? Not a ramp. It's like a, Oh my God, why am I blinking? It's when where people push the sleds. Like, 
just a space in the gym where you can just walk in a straight line with no machines or anything around you, do farmer's carries over there. And that's really, you're really going to feel it more when it comes to your coordination or your balance. Just a thought. Um, benefits of walking also include improving your mood, just like with any physical form of activity, you're releasing all those endorphins and your mood literally will increase and get better. It is scientifically proven. No one has ever done a hot girl walk and come back and was annoyed. I mean, I was once because there were so many bugs everywhere and I did not have bug off. But other than that, I felt great. And I was so energized and I was on cloud nine. And then I realized it was 9 p.m. And I'm like, all right, now, now, now it's bedtime. But other than that, no one has ever gone on a walk and came back and felt annoyed. So if you're in a bad mood, put some sunglasses on, get your headphones in, put a hat on so no one recognizes you and go on a fucking hot girl walk. Or just don't go incognito. I don't know. Do what you gotta do. Walking also reduces stress and tension. Similarly, again, we're talking about physical activity. We're talking about moving our bodies. These are all benefits of also moving your body and getting in that physical activity, which we fucking love over here. You should be moving your body and you should be doing all these great things for it. You should be nourishing it with food. You should also be rewarding it by taking it on hot girl or hot boy walks. Reduce your stress, reduce your tension, get your body moving, get your blood flowing and freaking go on a walk. Now, when you're in the walk, let's talk about walking form because I'll be like, the big sister who's like annoying, but like there is a certain way to walk and you're probably doing it already. But like, just to reiterate, if, um, you know, you need to make minor adjustments to your walk head up, you know, you're not looking forward. You're like, Oh my God, (laughs) head up. You're looking forward. You're not looking at the ground walking. You're always looking up. You want to maintain your neck in a nice neutral position and your eyesight forward so that you're not going to get any like hunchback neck type of things. So similar to running, you'll also realize everything's going to be nice and relaxed. Neck, shoulders, and back are relaxed. Nothing's going to be uptight. Nothing's tight. Everything's just chill. Everything's flowing. Nice and relaxed. You're swinging your arms. You're all, you're using your arms too. Remember walking is a full body movement. It's not just your legs. You're not going to walk and have your, let your arms just at a standstill so close to your body. You know, they're going to move. They're going to sway a little bit. If you want to get a little bit more of a power walk in, you can use your arms to really get that power and get those extra calories burned in. Or you could do what I do and just swing them side to side, let them hang, let them be like little uh, jellyfish in the water and just float around. Um, Get your stomach muscles, aka your core, engaged. This is going to be, if you don't know how to brace your core, this might be a little bit tricky, but when you're walking, don't suck in. Because like, again, that's not bracing your core. Really engage your core and crunch it. And remember, when we engage our core, we want to imagine that someone's about to punch us and we're like bracing our core. That's what you want to think about. You want to think about pushing your belly button in and getting everything nice and tight. And then doing that while you're walking is also going to help increase those benefits a lot more. Because by increasing, because by engaging your core, you're now increasing and improving your balance and your coordination because your core is everything. And that's what's, it's the trunk of your body basically. And that's, what's really going to help you maintain that posture. And also, hello, you're engaging your core abs. Like we're working our abs here too. 
it's a win-win for everyone. And the last thing when you're walking, lead with your toe. You know, your toe comes forward, heel goes down, toe goes down, other foot. And, you know, I think we all know that by now. Now that we know how to hawk or walk and all its benefits, let's talk about getting daily steps in. We love steps. We know this by now. Steps are so great for you. And I touched upon this earlier, a great way to get steps in and to go on a walk without feeling like it's a chore and feeling like, oh, I have to go on a walk now. Make it fucking fun. I mean, do what, like, whatever you find fun, just do that. Like, if you like listening to music, grab your headphones and listen to music. If you like listening to a podcast, do that. If you like to listen to audiobooks, do that. I'm an audiobook gal. I like holding a book, which is like, I'm weird like that, but I like holding the book and turning the pages. But I know so many people who love walking and listening to audiobooks and drive, listening to audiobooks and things like that. Do what works for you. If walking with a friend is fun and you like it, then do that. And also bonus tips. If you, what's that quote from Sex and the City that Carrie says? She's like, should we gossip to make our heart rates go higher? Do that because when you're talking and you're walking, you're just burning more calories and you're getting all those extra calories. And even if it's five more, who cares? That's like one 25th of a Rice Krispie, which is 90 calories. So look how quickly I can do that. <laughs> um, if you have a dog, walk with your dog. Like my best friend, she walks her dog twice a week and she is so cute. She's pregnant now, but she always says, she's like, it's, that's my workout because, well, she also has a big dog, but I don't have dogs. I was going to say dogs and cats. I don't know if you can walk cats, but I don't know. I guess if you have an animal, you can walk like a dog, then walk your dog. I feel like that's so fun to do. And I mean, dogs love it. I used to dog sit slash nanny for a family and I loved walking their dog. And it was so nice because over the summers when they would go out east, I would dog sit every weekend. And me and that dog went on so many adventures around the neighborhood. Like I just found it so fun. And I was like, wow, I should really get a dog when I, if I ever move out of my parents' house. (laughs) But yeah, make it fucking fun. Don't think of it as a chore. Just do what works for you. And if you're someone who just likes to take in the here and now, and you don't like listening to anything and you don't like walking with people, then do that. Cause who cares? Just, you know, do what you gotta do. There's also so many walking slash running clubs you can join. And, or if not, you can just make one yourself. Like it's, I feel like you'll find at least one person who will walk or run with you. And if not, there's so many local ones around you. Hopefully, I don't know, unless you're listening in the middle of like a forest. I don't know if there's any nearby, but I'm sure you can figure out what to do there. Another way to get steps in is whether it's like indoors or outdoors, play around with pace and inclines. So when it comes to walking, yes, walking is great. We love walking. But if you want to step it up a little bit more and get a little bit more of a challenge in, change your pace up. Maybe you walk for a block, then jog a block. Maybe you walk a lap on the track and then you jog a lap. Maybe you switch the pace on your treadmill. Like I know in Orange Theory, for example, there's bases, pushes, and all outs. So base is basically a walk, a push is a little bit more of a jog, and then an all out is a sprint. I know that's not correct, but just bear with me when I say that. 
but there's different speeds you can also play with as well and different inclines. So a great thing about working whether well, a great thing about walking, whether it's inside or outside, is if you're inside or on the treadmill again, you can literally change the incline to whatever you want. You can make it more challenging by going more uphill, you can go downhill, you can go flat, whatever you want to do. You actually can't go downhill. I don't know why I said that. I don't think a treadmill goes into the negatives. But you get what I'm saying. And if you're walking outdoors, you can always switch up your path or you can look up any local parks or any local hike areas and you can go on a hike, which hikes in it themselves are just natural inclines. So, you know, use what use earth, like take advantage of the earth that we live on and, you know, just go on natural inclines or do what I do and read on an incline too, because that works just as well. Now, the uh, what is going on? Rewind. Now, the million dollar question. How much should we be walking daily? Okay. This is where we go back to episode. Let me pull it up. I want to say episode five. Yeah. Okay. I want to say episode five. I should have really looked that up beforehand. But this is going to go back into setting smart goals. Remember the acronym SMART? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound goals. Set SMART goals for yourself. 10K is not going to be everyone's goal, and that's fine. Just because people on Instagram or TikTok tell you that you have to walk 10K steps a day does not mean that you yourself either have to or should. Everyone is unique and everyone's goals are different. If you're someone who currently gets five, maybe six K steps in daily, you cannot just jump to 10 K steps a day. It's not going to be attainable or realistic for you to carry on. What you should do if you want to hit that 10 K goal is set an outline and a map for yourself. So if you're currently getting between five to six K steps a day, maybe you want to aim to hit six K steps a day for five days a week. I'm sorry, for five days out of the week, the following week. And if that's easy, great. Let's try 6.5K steps for five days the following week. And if that's still too easy, let's go for seven. And if seven is a little bit hard, we can stay at seven for two weeks until we can hit 7K steps for at least five days out of the week. And then you slowly start to build it up to 10K steps. That's exactly what I did. Right now, I'm averaging 12.5K steps a day because this time last year, I wasn't even at 10K steps. So naturally, over time, I started setting these goals for myself. And in turn, now I'm at 12 to 12.5. 12.5 has been such a struggle. So (laughs) anywhere between 12 and 12.5, I will take it, especially now that it's summer and it's nicer out and we're doing a lot more outside and we're more active. I'll take the fucking 12K steps. (laughs) or the 12.5. But again, my goal is going to be different than your goal. I can easily get seven to 8,000 steps if I'm working. So just keep that in mind. Everyone's job is different. Everyone's lifestyle is different. Just because someone on TikTok tells you that they walk 10K steps a day does not mean you have to. You can do more or you can do less. Listen to your body and really understand what your body needs because this is the problem that is always a pattern. If you go all in too quickly, it's not attainable. And this is why things like crash diets and fad diets and fad workouts, these things never last. And there's a reason they're called fads because they suck, but also because they're not realistic long-term. 
you always have to think about health and fitness in terms of longevity and long-term because you are aiming to be healthy and fit for life, not just for a fucking day or a week. You want to do this for life. But anyway, moving on. Realistically, you sh- you want to aim for 20, 30 minutes a day. That's pretty ideal. And this doesn't include me. This doesn't include parking further away and walking two extra minutes to work. This is intentional exercise and intentional walking. 20 to 30 minutes a day really isn't that much. It's not even a Netflix episode. And if you want to watch a Netflix episode, that's great. Prop it up on a treadmill and walk. Or if you're walking on a track, I think you can probably just like walk and watch at the same time. I've done it with YouTube videos before. I mean, the tracks are pretty easy to see if someone's like in front of you, but you know, you got to make it work for yourself. But ideally 20 to 30 minutes a day is pretty good. And on that note, let's talk about some favorites for the week. I have been, oh, okay. I already wrote my favorites, but I have one more I want to add for next week. Hold on. Okay. I have been so into oral dental care. And I think it's because I had to get a mouth guard because I was grinding my teeth. So now I'm super anal about my whole like oral dental hygiene. And especially because both my parents don't have the best teeth. And now I'm stuck with really bad teeth. I mean, their teeth are fine. They just always have like cap like problems with it. But like they look fine. They're I swear my parents have normal teeth. <laughs> I just freaking love flossing. I don't know. I'll say it. I feel like this is shit no one says. I love flossing. And if you don't floss, you really have to. Like, no joke, you actually should. Flossing is so fucking good. And it's, at first, like, all the blood comes out. It's, like, really, like, weird and, like, uncomfortable. But then after a while when you do it and there's no more blood, it's so satisfying to see how clean your teeth are. And I love it. I always have little flosses with me throughout the day. I'll just floss my teeth if I'm done eating and stuff like that. So, so good. Also love tongue scrapers. That's also been into my oral dental hygiene kick. Oh my God, I'm out of time. Okay. And my last favorite is the it shower. If you know, you know, all my girlies know the shower where you exfoliate, you shave everything, you shampoo, you conditioner, every part of your body gets scrubbed to the T and you come out feeling like a brand new fucking woman. I love those showers. Those are the best. I feel like men should try it one day, but also like, what are you guys even doing in the shower besides just like putting a bar of soap on you? <laughs> but I feel like everyone should experience the it shower or the everything shower at least once in their lifetime. It truly is a spectacular experience. On that note, I hope you found something in this episode helpful. I hope you had a good laugh out of me talking about walking. And if you found this episode helpful, please feel free to subscribe, give it a thumbs up. Um, that's not how this works. Give it a five star rating. You can leave a review, share it with a friend. Go on a hot girl walk and listen to this episode with a friend and make sure your head, neck, and shoulders are relaxed and you're engaging your core. On that note, I will catch you next week. Have a great week.